Welcome to Extra Points with your host, Cousin Sal, and his pals, Dave Damashek and Charlotte Wilder. All right, welcome to Extra Points, part of the Extra Points Podcast Network. Cousin Sal here with his dear, dear pals, Dave Damashek and Charlotte Wilder. Guys, can you believe it's two days before? We have to do the can you believe. We have to do the can you believe stuff. That's the only way to get into anything now. It really doesn't feel like Christmas at all. Good. Good start, (laughs) Charlotte. Dave, you want to add to that? Can you believe two days before? I'm at the other end of the spiritual universe. Well, I know spiritual invokes different things. I I, I am uh, fully festive. I am I'm 100% in. Nice. We, we me and uh, the little ones wrapped presents last night with the Christmas music on and everything. And by the way, we've been spinning the Christmas music here. I think everybody's a Scrooge who condemns mm. Christmas music before a certain date on their calendar. I'm all play the Christmas music when you want. Uh, we've been playing it at this house for at least two months. It's uh, they threw it up there. We talked. Uh, we talked about how they uh, they got in the way of the Billy Joel channel right after Halloween. I swear they turned it all holiday music. Charlotte, not as, as big a fan of ho- uh, holiday music. Yeah, kind of I wish I were. I'm not. I'm not a Grinch. Like I don't not like Christmas. I just I I I don't know what it is. I feel a lot of Christmas music isn't good. I feel like no one is allowed to decide for themselves if they're a Grinch. This is something that's um, bestowed <laughs> upon them, right? Like Dave, like Charlotte <laughs> can't true. say I'm not a Grinch. I don't think there's a lot of well, it's also Karens the kind of thing, out like, there. If saying, I have to say, oh no, I'm not. I'm not a Karen. Like, oh, hold on, we'll we'll take right. care of that. We'll fi- we'll figure that out. Also, like, if I have to say I'm not a Grinch, I'm probably a Grinch. That's right. There it's a go. funny. It's a funny observation about uh, about uh, humanity. I, I I've said before. I think people will actually, Sal, tell you that they're not nice. I think a lot of people are kind of aware. Yeah. Uh, that then again, even the worst people that ever walked the planet Earth probably think that they thought they were doing something um, righteously. They they weren't sure. doing. Mm. But I think some people will acknowledge. Yeah, I'm not the greatest person in the world. They'll also tell you that they know that they're not beautiful ha- slash handsome. They'll be like, mm-hmm. I know I'm not much to look at, but and some people go, oh, you're more generous than I am. The thing that no one not understands about themselves is that they're not funny. That's the one. Nobody, the blindest of blind spots for human yeah. being characteristics is everybody thinks they may not think they're a wiseacre themselves, but everybody thinks they get the joke. Right. There are very Honestly, few people Dave, like, I have a bad sense of humor. I don't get jokes. Yeah. The most surprised I've ever been by someone's self-awareness or honesty is when they've been like, well, I'm not very funny. And I'm like, oh, my, oh my God, I can't. Like, the meanest <laughs> thing you could say to me is that I'm yeah. not funny. So to have so, so someone who can admit that for themselves, I just, right. I really admire it. I really uh, admire I don't know it. if you're trying to be funny right now, Charlotte, but it's not, <laughs> it's not landing right now. No, actually, no. like, <laughs> trolls on the internet yeah. could be like, you're hideous, like, you don't know what you're talking about. You're, but if someone's like, you think you're fun, like, that's not fun. I, it, it's like a dagger to my soul. You know, uh, it's funny. I think you're right. Uh, it's funny, it's, uh, Dave, because uh, remember the unwinding with the defense attorney when uh, I, the I, forgot undoing? The, I forgot the exchange. What did I say? Undo- the unwinding. unwinding. <laughs> the unwinding is great. You guys have to finish the undoing. Like, you have to see the unwinding. But uh, come into Amazon Prime in summer twenty one. <laughs> oh my god! The undoing. My cousin Sal. The, the defense attorney actually says, "I, I think uh, he's, he's, he says." Uh, he says, oh, you're joking, aren't you? She's like, I'm not a funny person. 
I don't tell jokes. Yeah, she says, right? I'm not funny. Like, and, and I think you're right. When you hear that, you're like, oh, wow, you, you don't really hear that. Sal, that's life. exactly that's, what I was thinking of when yeah. I said when people say that, it, as if I knew people who said that, I was just thinking of the undoing. Eileen Fitzgerald. I, that'd be a, a fun list. The least funny people in sports. We should make that list at some point. All the Grinches in sports would be, uh, would yeah. be a fun list. That's oh, a yeah. good one. I got to tell you, the funniest person in sports. Everyone's like, he's the funniest person in sports. Why do we have to say in sports at this point for Charles Barkley? My God, he's the greatest. He's, he's the best. great. I feel like inside the NBA has transcended the NBA. Maybe it's because it's early, but I've, there was a lot more tweets about inside the NBA and how great it is than there were, I feel, with the NBA being back last night. Charles Barkley on our team, Fandle wrangled him, already paying dividends. He goes on inside the NBA and says, I want $100,000 on the Portland Trailblazers at 28 to 1 odds. Now, I don't know if that's jive or not, Dave, but uh, Fandle said they'd accommodate him. One of us is going to be right. I bet Portland to not make the playoffs at plus 154. I don't see any defense out of that team. Uh, and he has it. Well, actually, we, we could both be wrong. We, they could easily make the playoffs and not win the NBA title. But Charles Barkley killing it. He NBA thinks the Blazers are going to win the, the title? He, yeah, he announced in a very, uh, very confident uh, voice, said that 28 to 1 odds. He wants to put $100,000 down on that. That's wild. Yeah. I it, love it. I love what it, uh, it what it says about where we are in the sports world, uh, meeting the gambling world. Go ahead, Chaz Barkley. I I, I love yeah. him. It's a ridiculous bet, but he's rich, so <laughs> who cares? You know what was one of my favorite parts of last night is uh, how those guys handled Kevin Durant's interview. Yeah. Um, where he was just being a real dick about it. Like, I understand not wanting to talk to the media. I get that. And I understand sort of doing the bare minimum and making it a sort of a defiant thing. But as someone who needs people to talk to me, it really drives me crazy. I'm like, can you just play <laughs> along for like two seconds? Can you just say a few more things? And they just cut to like cut to Shaq in his Santa suit being like, uh, all right. <laughs> you know, it was it was such a great juxtaposition of like the chattiest men in the world and then Kevin Durant. It's the best show. And then later after the Lakers game, they interviewed uh Paul George and the topic was um entitlement. Is there a, a favoritism? Sorry, is there favoritism in the locker room? And they asked Paul George, and then they forgot that they asked Paul George and Kenny Smith and Barkley are arguing about favoritism. And Paul George is there by a microphone. It's like, hey, uh, can you guys take this? Uh, Wait, outside, I miss uh, that, really? Yeah. yeah, it's like, hey, can, maybe during a commercial, can you do this? I want to I want to get back to whatever I want to do. I want to celebrate my um, my 33-point performance. Clippers beat the Lakers 116-109. They were a two-point underdog uh, as that tipped off. Um, before the ceremony before the game, Everyone who has ever been to a Lakers game, it seemed, received a ring and was given one by a family member. At one point, I was like, wow, everyone's we get to see all the family members of everybody. Um, but uh, it was kind of fun. I, you know, the family sacrificed all they did for the players to be in the bubble. And we saw all of them and we saw the rings. And that was nice. And the Lakers went out and shot that they couldn't shoot the ball um, in the first half, made it close in the second half. But lost. Um, what did you guys uh, think of that ceremony? Did you watch it at all? I thought it was just the cutest thing I'd ever seen. Mm. I mean, also LeBron's daughter is the cutest. She had she had such confidence announcing that. And Markeith Morris's daughter 
who was just like yelling the whole time. <laughs> it was right. it was so moving. I feel like they should keep that, but do it in person. Like have the families give the rings. A, it's just very cute to see all of the kids and whether they look more like the player or the mom. And then you see the, right. the moms and dads who are so proud of them. And it was just a cute, it made a ring ceremony feel a little more human and a little less gaudy, I think. Yeah. Well, nothing. Uh, I, I, all the kids in the world can't obscure how gaudy those ridiculous rings are. I don't. I, I don't understand. Even on a seven foot human being or on a three hundred pound uh, lineman, other either way, I when they walk around in those rings, I can't help. Even though they could all to a man uh, murder me if they wanted to, I can't help but give them the business. Like, why would you wear that thing? Where's your oh, dignity? What, don't, Dave? Are nah. you kidding me? What I would never ever wear a Super Bowl ring. Oh now, yes, you. Oh would. my no, god. I if think I had a gold, phenomenal. If I had a gold jacket from the Hall of Fame, I would wear that at least out on the town. At least that's once not gaudy. A week. That's not gaudy or weird. Or that's a there. different. That's a different look. I would wear yeah. the green jacket or the gold jacket. I would wear it out on a Wednesday night for that dinner. That is a with, wild but, take. But the rings are so ridiculous looking. And plus, uh, uh, practically, how do you eat? What if you had wings? You know, you couldn't even like just be yeah. like bonking you in the forehead. I can't and think of anything more badass than like buffalo sauce and and blue cheese being like, oh, sorry, got it on my championship yeah. ring. Got to clean that off. You know, yeah. like, that's so cool. Are you kidding maybe, me? Come maybe on. you're right about that. Yeah, if you're disrespectful to the ring and it's got blue cheese on it, then yeah, then I can smile on well, it. Well, let's a just bit. think about it in general in terms of getting a ring, getting jewelry for a uh, uh, <laughs> performance. Where you, uh, yeah, fair uh, point. Right. Uh, so well, who cares? After that, doesn't matter. What, what does it matter if it's a uh, hula hoop size? Um, yeah, it's, it's silly. It's like a, it's a, it's like an ESPY award. I think it's great. No. <laughs> yeah, I think, I think, I mean, I'll take jewelry any chance I can get jewelry. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, if I have to win an NBA championship to get one of those rings, so be it. All right, well, producer Jim, producer Jim, hint, hint, the uh, Christmas yeah. season is here. You, you already gave it. that big diamond, but <laughs> oh my God. could add to that a little bit. I mean, I'm Guys, disappointed. Can you just to stop see- blowing up our spot? We're trying to be professional. It's, yeah, <laughs> it is. We, I mean, you know, listen, uh, it, it's funny because the NBA, the previous NBA season is the bridge to this one It is kind of uh, covered by the existence of this show. We started doing extra yeah. points um, during the last NBA mm-hmm. season. And it's weird. And we I, one of our very first conversations, as is the requirement on uh, sports talk, um, uh, execution is um, th- that what does this count or this asterisk or, or otherwise where is it now does it matter I think no it doesn't matter except that I think you know history is going to remember it as a title for LeBron and for the Lakers and all that obviously but I feel like the thing that uh, occurred to me last night is I if you're if everybody's being honest with themselves the the NBA offseason happened during football season so the pieces as they come together, you're kind of like, oh yeah, Montrez Harrell and Marc Gasol on the Lakers. And I don't want to jump to the end of the novel here and sorry to blow up our segment, let alone the whole NBA season. But how do the Lakers not win the NBA title this year? How do they well, not win? Oh, I Let's know talk how. about that. There's there's four, uh, six good teams. Why? What do you mean? How? Go ahead, Charlotte. Because they're so how? loaded. All right, go ahead, Charlotte. So, no, I see what you mean. I feel like you watch uh, LeBron and AD together and you're like, oh, there's no way these people can be stopped. But they were stopped last night. I mean, I do think that the Clippers also, I don't think there's any better motivation than watching a team get 
a ring when you're when you didn't get it. Um, wait, right. what was the score? It was one sixteen one oh nine. It was a little more out of control than that with like three or four minutes left, but they they cut it to seven. So you know that probably happens a lot when <laughs> if you have that amount of motivation. But I do feel like the Lakers are a team where they look so good and so unstoppable that it feels almost too good to be true. Like I kind of felt that way watching the Chiefs in the first game uh, this season, being like, I don't see how anyone on earth could beat these guys. And now I actually kind of think that the bills might win the super bowl. Um, so I just feel like the, the season is too unpredictable. I think um, the bucks can be a real threat. I also, I like the nets. I'm going to be honest. They look, they had incredible chemistry in, in the first game together. And I know the warriors aren't what they once were, but they won by what 30 points. So I, I think that there is more of a chance, um, but maybe I'm reverse psychologying myself, where I say like it's too good to be true, so then it ends up being true. Yeah, well, let's keep in mind the the Lakers did not sweep everyone in the playoffs. They beat the Miami Heat in six games, right? So it's not uh, this unstoppable force. They're probably the best team. I'll give you that. Uh, you got a motivated Milwaukee Bucks team. You got obviously the Clippers probably didn't like what they saw last night go down. Although I think they're arguably a little weaker overall as a team. But uh, PG three is uh, now Mister December thirty three points. Good for him. But Charlotte, yeah, I and I liked them before they beat up on the Warriors one twenty five ninety nine. I like the Nets. It was like ten to one odds about two weeks ago. Now down to six to one odds. I'm not even factoring in Kyrie into the uh, equation. And by the way, I didn't factor him in yesterday when I had under 61 and a half <laughs> first half points for the Nets and Kyrie pulls up with a three to make it 63 with four seconds left. Uh-huh. I have a gambling problem. There's no, there's no doubt about it. But uh, Jeff Green, Landry Schmidt, Joe Harris, underrated shooter. I think this Nets team could go far. Nets Bucks would be a fun Eastern uh, Conference final. And then I like the Nets at six to one to take this. Dave, you are going... Lakers, I, I listen, I what Charlotte said about the Chiefs and connecting it to other sports and everything. The NBA is the most chalk of all our major sports, isn't it? With the possible exception, I guess, of college football and its ridiculous final four. Uh, so I, I just uh, went against that. But among our professional sports here in the U.S., that this is the uh, most chalk league there is. I, I know it's unexciting, but I'm going Lakers and Bucks. I, I see no reason right. why those teams ain't going to get there. And I really do think that this sets up perfectly for the 21st century um, approach to pro basketball for the superstars, specifically LeBron James at his age is still a dominant player is still one of the five or six best players in the league. I think it's hard to really, I'm trying to think off the top of my head. I, I hate to throw that out. Cavalier Lee Cavalier LeBron. That's where he started. But mm-hmm. um, I think he is still, and then Anthony Davis um, you know, it's going to allow LeBron to sit with all that depth up front. He's going to, he's, it, it really buys him even more, um, nights with his feet up, um, during the right. regular season, which spells success come spring for, uh, for the Lakers. So all yeah, right. I like the Lakers and I, so, I think finally, uh, you know, Giannis and company, I, I think they finally get over the hump. Thanks to uh, drew holiday's arrival. Lakers plus two seventy, not a ton of value in there to win the, uh, to repeat there. Bucks plus five fifty. I have the Nets six to one. Charlotte, uh, you are who are you settling on? You yeah, I went. Clipper? I went net six to one. Net six to one. All right, so we'll go. We'll stick with that. I like this kid Wiseman for. Uh, I yeah. just. I, I don't. I don't. I don't love Lamelo right now for. Uh, 
you have to be able to shoot a little bit, I think, to win Rookie of the Year. You just have to. <laughs> and Lamelo is now tied with uh, James Wiseman, who had 19 love- yesterday, plus 480 for Rookie of the Year. That's who I would jump on. I uh, love how every Lamelo headline is like Lamelo makes another insane pass. Yeah, have right. You notice that, and you're like, okay, well, what about? It's gonna right. be fun. Yeah, well, Magic I Johnson mean, I also. where did uh, where did uh, Jason Williams finish in? Um, the the uh, rookie of the year. I know, obviously, circumstantial and who was who was there along with him. But which Jason Williams? The 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 uh, <laughs> Vanilla Thunder. I have no idea right, what right. his nickname was, but it must have had vanilla in there or white in there yeah, somewhere. Yeah, yeah. But but either way, um, he was a phenom strictly because of the passing. And I I mm-hmm. he he really for a little uh, a little while kind of dominated the NBA headlines. That were, or at least the highlights. If he's a guy, you know, we always see those things on Twitter. Like, what if Twitter had existed when blank? If Twitter would have existed when Jason Williams first made the scene, every night he was making four or five insane passes and wasn't much of a scorer himself. I wonder if uh, if uh, you can see that happen again. All right, well, let me look at 1999 rookie. Uh, no, now I can't find it. I don't know. All right, you know, look for hey, that. It doesn't matter. Uh, but yeah, I, know. I don't know. By the way, I, I just want to say one more thing yeah. about the Nets. Too much yeah. weirdo, too much weirdo stuff going on in that locker room. You can have you one so? weirdo, you can't have two. And I know that wasn't the biggest deal in the world with Kevin Durant, but he's a little too touchy. Yeah, there are too many incidents with him being too touchy. And he's I, touchy. <clears throat> LeBron and AD aren't touchy. He'll be fine. Kevin Durant will be fine. But they, but, Ky- but Ky- I mean, there's like, there's like, are they, are they on the planet Earth? Um, 365 i have my doubts and about is the earth flat or is it round? Right. i know that is that is a whole uh a conundrum with the with it's Kyrie tough Irving. to tell sometimes well i'll say this um it's nice to have nba back but i'm not ready to watch a full game i checked in i spot checked the i'd watch four minutes at a time here i love inside the nba by the way like i said i feel like that's better than the sport i don't want to sound old man and we'll cover it and we'll do the best we can but I'd rather watch BYU UCF two hours of that. Uh, honestly, I'm not out of football mode. And Dave, I wonder if you're out of football. Do you uh, appreciate Do you wish this you were distraction? Out of football mode? Yeah. No, the I mean, steel. Well, the yeah, the Steelers. Uh, <laughs> that's what they announced the other day. We're out of football mode. Now. Oh, they you did. Know, we're, we're we're excited. <laughs> we're excited for the Pittsburgh Penguins' pursuit <clears throat> of a six Stanley Cup. Yeah, we're we're going to focus on that for the next few months. I want to tell you, yeah, well, that starts up in January. I want to tell you, Charlotte, this is what yeah. a dear, dear friend she is of your, Dave. She mm-hmm. texted me as the Steelers. <laughs> I don't remember what point of the game it was, but it was clear they were about to lose. <laughs> and she texted me, I don't want to put Dave on this, but remember, I said today that the Bengals were going to win. So there you oh. go. She's, she, <laughs> what do you mean? What do you? What's the matter with you? She spared you of that. that was I said, nice. I don't want, I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to upset Dave, but I can, yeah. remember when I, I said this? Do you I, remember, let me, Dave? Let me tell you something. I, I really <laughs> I did do. say that. I, I'm not I, talking up, about, I took the Steelers, but I did say I think the Bengals, I, I wouldn't be shocked. She said it. She said All it. Right. Wait, now you got to eat it, Dave. Okay, so for the NBA, uh, give me the Lakers, but um, it, it might be the Jazz or oh, the Nuggets. Oh, come on. Or, or come the, on. Now, now, that's fine. Listen, she I mean, but I'm a big the more important, the more important thing is, it. you're right. Listen, you're right. More, I didn't. I didn't have the conviction to go with it. I should have manned up. No, she. You. She picked well, the upset. Should have done, Dave's look, upset because it was his team. That <laughs> no, got no, upset. no. I want to make a no. First of all, you should have taken the Jets. You took the Jets a week too early, right? Charlie. Right. You should have taken the Jets against the Rams. 
No, what I think is, see, it's nice. The point is, is that it's nice Charlotte didn't hit me up on text to say like, oh, I told you about your Steelers or whatever. I really do. Because, you know, uh, people love to remind Steelers fans like, oh, you have nothing to complain about. I'm a Jets fan. I'm a Vikings fan, Lions and so on. You you don't get to complain. Mm. So you're right. I, I haven't suffered a great deal, although I could cite myriad events as a Pittsburgh sports fan that would uh, debunk mm-hmm. the idea that like we sit up uh, and win championships all the time for anybody who perceives it that way. Cleveland and the state of Ohio in general. But I don't understand. We talked before about the time that I got food poisoning in New Orleans and I ate Mm. the bad oyster and Mm. Sal tormented me as I vomited repeatedly, violently in the toilet. Sal kept knocking the door down like, Val, what's going on? What are you doing? Like, will you get the hell out of here? I want to murder you. I ha- I don't have the strength to lift a gun to assassinate you, though. Um, and well, then, I'm glad. So you are able to give someone credit for something. And, then, Sal, and yeah. then Sal's cousin stepped in and he said, you know, there's sometimes where it goes too far and people will hold the grudge when you kick them when they were down and they'll never forget it. And I it's that, like that feeling for me when the Steelers lose to the Bengals. What kind of human being takes the social media or their cell phone or otherwise, <laughs> to drop you a line to like, ha ha you about that. Like, ha, that's great. Your team sucks it. Wear it, jerk. Like, what, what kind of human being does that? What What's that say about I it? think I did it. What did I do? I posted <laughs> the box score for the Bengals Cowboys. I said, no, uh, no, no. I don't think you no. did it. Oh, that was in the. I that was in that was in the context of you saying that the Cowboys were good. But yes, we know that yes, the Cowboys yes. stink, too. So I, I, right. I did that. Wait, I, I, I actually. Yeah. I actually pulled up a clip of your friend uh, Romo throwing a, that pick six with under two minutes left in Heinz Field a couple <laughs> years ago. I was like, oh, what the hell? I don't, I, I don't need to get in this. There are no winners in this one. It's nuclear war. It's, and then, then once you get into the nuclear war stage, then no one wins, you know, unless you're right. living in Australia or New Zealand. Um, right. Anyhow, yeah, I, 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 just, I, have to make a social, I have to make a statement. What, 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 you know, what, what goes on? What goes on with people that they drop you a line to let you know, hey, just – just, uh, I know we don't know each other, or maybe we do know each other. I just want you to know that right now I'm thinking about you and delighting in in your sorrow. Well, yeah, I don't, I don't it, find that enjoyable. I, I because I think that it, you know, you're you're already sitting in your own misery. That just uh, that ends up backfiring on the person who does it. If you really want someone to be miserable in their sports fandom, don't say anything because then they won't. They they have to sit just with the loss of their team rather than with how pissed oh, they are at come you. On. Come no, no, no. on. It's the meaner this is what thing. this is all about. You pick Listen, a team, they lose, you people get to make fun no, of you. No, hear me out, Sal. The yeah. meaner thing is to not razz your friends. Because when you razz your friends, you give them an emotional outlet to be mad at you instead of their team. If you just make them sit in it and think about how much their team sucks. What you is know? the Dr. Phyllis over here? The lecture. I'm just I, saying. No, no, I don't like it. I don't like it. I got to right. listen. The, the point is maybe in general, Dave, people shouldn't take shots at you. But when young Charlotte picks an upset like she did, the Bengals over the Steelers, let <laughs> I her enjoy it. Why does, it she have to, why does she have to side text about it? Let it be known to, to the I didn't masses. formally pick it. That's why. <clears> if I had formally picked it, that would be one thing. Um, now, Dave, I know we, we've I, I know you're ad nauseum with with the problems of the Steelers. What what hey, what is the problem? There's not just one problem. There's many. I did want to point out. I looked at the uh, the the numbers for Coach of the Year a week ago. Mike Tomlin <laughs> ten now, days see, ago. This, this is you being a jerk. I well, I I have to bring it back to numbers. It's and just Vandal. stats, Dave. 
Kevin Stefanski, three to one now. Ron Rivera, plus 350. McDermott, plus 450. Flores, we've talked about all these guys, six to one. Andy Reid, 10 to one. And Mike Tomlin now, not even in the top five. He's at a 10 to one. So well, there are um, prominent Pittsburgh sports media members now already saying if Tomlin, if the no, Steelers lose no. out here, they should fire Tomlin. <laughs> nah, You're kidding not. me. Well, that's listen, stupid. people like to do hot takes or otherwise, but I think I think uh, some people are starting to feel, you know, I think legitimate or otherwise. Should, I think Charlotte should get to decide. She picked the upset. <laughs> Let her I the hate, the, I hate the just simply <clears throat> fire the coach. Shit. I hate it too. I, I think it's so. It's it's never so been stupid. under eight and eight. That's really crazy. But I want to say this, Dave, and I know you've covered this from all angles. Yeah, and listen to minus three. Playoffs, we did a deep. We did on did minus three. Job. A deep dive with Jeff Schwartz, and he tried to explain it. Although, then a condescending. Whoever handles our social media posts, like, hey, look at this. Jeff Schwartz explains to Dave what's wrong with the Steelers. I don't need Jeff Schwartz telling me nothing. I told him. I told you. (laughs) Uh, Even uh, that was great, too. But And and I don't think it's only because it's uh, Monday. You should go back and look at the halftime check-in with Dave and Jeff Schwartz and Eddie Spaghetti. What a roller coaster of emotions and takes from Dave. They're down 17-0 at half, and then they go through the half to the Steelers' first possession where they score, and it looked like everything was going to be great again. It actually did look like they were going to come back, like, oh, there's just too much time in this game, and the Bengals are going to blow it. But my main take here is, and I know this is a very fantasy football way to look at the playoffs, and it just scratches the surface, but you also... The better quarterbacks uh, normally prevail. You go one through seven for the playoff teams in the AFC. And right now, number seven is number seven as far as quarterbacks you could trust. Correct? Only no, in that. Not, not, more, not more than, I mean, right off the top of my head, I'll say two. Uh, I would, I would, that, I like. He, he cannot move in the pot. He doesn't move. You, you, you touched on I it. I completely There's agree. The Tom Brady's that could slide. I mean, Ben Big Ben is never not going to get called for intentional grounding because he literally cannot move from that pocket from tackle to tackle. And it's he, and his it's set up that way. He wasn't taking steps. He was just it was like a pivot. And, and, and then it's a, by design, but it's also we've seen it so much now that it's like, oh, he just can't do it. He can't avoid the first rusher. Um, I think he's right now, he's not right. Maybe they get things right in two weeks, but it, I, I don't see it right now. It's very, it's very sort of old school uh, philosophy, very sort of um, uh, obstinate on the organization's part. And that I feel like uh, this is all uh, hypothesizing. I don't know any of this, but the vibe I get after, you know, a lifetime of watching this team and how they operate. um, It feels like they are resistant to in-season change that that we were 11 and 0, got us this far. The, doing it this way is how we're going to keep on doing it, and it refuses to acknowledge the reality of things. And I and and I get it from Tomlin and Roethlisberger's um, uh, standpoint that what are they going to do in Week 15? What are they What are they supposed to announce? Like, yes, my knee's a mess. If it is a mess, I don't know. Like, I I can't move. Or Tomlin is he supposed to say our future Hall of Fame quarterback? is uh is breaking down right now and um so we're gonna make a switch to mason rudolph which would then be the end like you could never you cannot sit down roethlisberger for a half and then go back to him it's not that it's not carson wentz this is uh you know a future hall of Famer. but there's also 
the wiggle room provided by the Sean Paytons of pro football, where you say like, yeah, our, our QB is limited in what he can do, our Hall of Fame QB, so let's mix in some Taysom Hill. The Steelers happen to have Joshua Dobbs. I know that's a pathetic kind of desperate move to throw him in there for a few packages, but it might shake things up. Either it's way, it's not their personality to have a Joshua. That's what Dobbs, I'm saying, which, thought, which is why I, I don't even know why they have him. Really, like, what's the point? Like, is he a backup a, re- returner at that? Well, I mean, there was a lot of speculation. Yeah. It was to uh, to mimic uh, Lamar Jackson before right. Ravens games, and that's supposedly yeah, well, what he it. does. But let's see. Uh, to answer your question, well, I, I, I have a million thoughts, and uh, I'm sorry. Uh, Just Charlotte, give us I don't mean to monologue. No, no, no. Okay. Please, this I, is I, your this is your uh, a couple things. First, your of all. baby. Let's not get crazy. I don't understand why we you get, crazy you get about 15 who's the best. minutes. Charlotte picks the upset. She gets 30 <laughs> seconds right. to, to celebrate. Right. Uh, but you get like 20 minutes here. All right, go ahead. Well, she's no, right after I'm done, she's going to do the deep dive on uh, why Ryan Finley is uh, is better than <laughs> Roethlisberger. Um, the, uh, it's getting close. You couldn't well, do that to Joe Burrow. I mean, there were stretches there where, where I mean, you if you Finley were watching the game, you would say, well, Obviously, the Bengals QB is outplaying the Steelers QB, and it would be you know. It's just simple things, and I, I get that you have the, the idea is to get rid. It's hot potato, right? You're getting rid of the ball as soon as you can if you're Big Ben for whatever reason. But it's disheartening, and I'm not even a Steelers fan because he had one of the best pump fakes in, in football, and and that's, and that's to me, gone too. Like shit. that to me, that's a a, a, a semi specific. Um, yeah. quality of his of his game that you really just never saw the uh, another guy do it as consistently right. and as devastatingly as Roethlisberger would use that pump fake to defeat defense and now it's gone well yeah. he did there was one game and I can't remember off the top of my head which game it was where he sort of broke it out and you're like oh there it is start yeah, doing that. I like wonder if there's no <clears throat> concern about the yeah. elbow or whatever that I you know I, I that he doesn't want to do that um yeah he's you know and then of the I don't I wouldn't call them Roethlisberger apologists, but the 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 shift in this people I, I think I guess probably this is true of all sports fans of uh, of various teams is that you reference that team's past and you know people look back like uh, the the steel they won a Super Bowl Roethlisberger won the Super Bowl just uh guess what it was twelve years ago by the way everybody he's right. a, he's a different human being at this point. There were <clears throat> that that Steelers team is very similar to this one. They had a great defense. They had nice collection of pass catchers. They could not run the ball back then. When they beat the Arizona Cardinals that year and they were the best team in football, they still couldn't run the ball. And their record yeah, was 13 Yeah, but I bet they weren't days. averaging 40 yards a game rushing. They, they had it, a good game. It was Monday not good. Night. They were they were bottom. Was that fast think, Willie Parker? Who was that? Yeah, Who that was, was bottom that was bo- they were bottom 6, bottom 8 uh, rush team in the league that year. They were bad and it was because the offensive line was terrible. The difference is the X factor is Ben Roethlisberger wasn't just playing at a Hall of Fame level. He was playing a, a, a uniquely um uh effective kind of quarterback behind a bad offensive line which is as everybody remembers where he got his his right. whole uh, uh you know there's a lot uh, wrong why he's yeah. an icon is because he was he was shoving guys off and running away and standing there and like what how's it uh, the playground and throw it back to <laughs> Antonio Holmes as he runs back there all that kind of crazy stuff like that's the X factor yes this is an imperfect roster the difference is and it's not a knock on a 38 year old man who's taken a beating um, can't play that kind of ball anymore. Yeah, and, I know, yeah it's really something. like he is. It's got to resemble something. He now resembles a quarterback that's on the Jaguars or Jets that everybody wants to paint this picture of a team that's trying to lose. 
Um, that that's what it would look like uh, in quarterback form. What was Didn't saying, Mina Mina Kimes replied to you, Dave, and said you can in 2020 you can have a bad O line and a quarterback who can move, or you can have a good O line and a quarterback who doesn't move, but you can't have both. Both seems that yeah, way. And, and, and I mean, I feel like that's sort of that's it, it's almost that simple. And you watch Ben, and it it kind of bums me out. Like I don't. I, I I understand um, if you're that competitive and you're that good and you've been that immortal for so long, not wanting to retire, not wanting to hang it up. You know, he made this whole big deal about Schefter now. It's like, oh, Ben's not retiring. And everyone's like, OK, did he say he what, like what? Like, well, he maybe should. I think I would just it's so it seems so uh, sad to watch someone who was great deteriorate in front of your eyes. Well, and I just think at a certain point, like even, even with breeze to a certain extent, it's like, can these guys, like maybe it's time to just hang it up and Brady and all that when it's pathetic looking when Khalil yeah. Mack, I mean, that to me is the image of the C one, uh, I'm not the, but that, w- w- that bears game when Brady was laying on the field by the end of it. And he was like to Khalil Mack, like the, what the hell, man, what the yeah. hell the kind of right. uh, those close ups? It's sad. I, uh, to Sal's point earlier, is Roethlisberger the seventh best QB in the AFC side of the bracket? Well, these kids still have to win a game. Lamar Jackson still has to win a playoff game. I, I'm saying, and, who do you trust? Maybe trust wise, uh, I, I should not say. Lamar uh, Jackson uh, and not Baker Mayfield until they do it. That's that's oh, that, those, are the, those are the those are the rules, Sal. No Sal, those are those are those are your right rules. now. No, right no, now, though, rules. like I don't think that Ben no. is more likely to win a playoff game than Baker. Yeah, I just don't. Who do you trust right now in the pocket? Out of those, I don't trust. I, I hear I'm, I'm, you just heard everything I said about Roethlisberger, but the rules are you must do it until before anybody is. Uh, no, that's the rules before confidence you can, in you. Mm, that was a that's a rules to a different game, I think, than than I'm playing here. I think uh, I, he doesn't he doesn't belong. You're talking about him getting benched and you're talking about the second and third string. No one of those other seven guys are are in jeopardy of losing their jobs. Oh no, I I I'm not talking about benching him. I'm saying working in. I, that's a, a a minor point. Yeah, I'm not saying, but I, people are being crazy with this. Put in Mason Rudolph. Jeff. I go Rudolph I mean, oh, yeah, seven, no. Dobbs eight, Ben nine. <laughs> what I what, what bottom line is what I'm rooting for at this point is um to flip the script here. And I'd love to see them. You know, it, it's by the way, this has now consumed what would be a, a, a neat kind of a little football storyline that you have Old Man Rivers and Ben Roethlisberger 17 years after they're drafted side by side. And there they sit side by side atop the all time passer ratings, you know, yards and touchdowns and everything else. 17 years later, drafted 45 minutes apart. And there they are on the field together. It's a, it's so neat. Look- Let's hit and that both real by quick. the records. It's stra- by, and by the records. It's it's like well, look at these two guys still relevant after all these years. But you're right. It's uh, it's grim stuff. What I was, was going to say. What I'm rooting for is let's beat the Colts. I hope they do. I don't know if they will. But either way, I it, just put your feet up. Lose to give the Browns the division in Week 17. Just concede no, the division no. to them, and then let's hope we get the Browns right back the next week. Five, uh, six or seven days later, let's play in the exact same spot where Baker Mayfield and company were all rejoicing their division title, and then let's run it right back against the Steelers with the Browns being the team that's supposed to win. Let's see how you handle success, Cleveland Browns <laughs> okay. and Baker Mayfield. 
Oh, it would be delicious. I'm can always I say one, high can I say, stakes. No, you can't say one thing. What do you say, think you could say can one I say thing? Two things. No. The, no. <laughs> the, something that speaking of breaking records, um, that first of all, also the Muppets were on Monday Night Football, which yes. was just you called that. That's a big upset too. Charlotte <laughs> called it. Who the hell would ever think a Muppets would appear? I just in a it made game. me very happy, and I want to shout out that that happened, and I'm thrilled about it. The the um. The I heard graphic. Gonzo was about to step in as a backup quarterback for the Steelers. <laughs> oh, Gonzo, Gonzo yeah. was just like messed up in the bathroom. Yeah. Gonzo got Gonzo got into <laughs> some moonshine before that game. Yeah. Um, the the graphic that ESPN ran when Ben broke sixty thousand passing yards of him going up an escalator into a mountain with the mountain crumbling on him as he was going up it looked like. I know it was supposed to look like, look, he's done this thing that so few people have and comparing him, you know, it was like only Peyton and Tom Brady had won two Super Bowls and surpassed his number or whatever it was. But it but it really did. It really did look like the mountain was just like about to crush him. It it felt a little (laughs) ominous, like, well, he did it. And now he's going to get crushed by a bunch of bunch of rocks. Or, well, or the Cincinnati Bengals second yeah, three. Right. All right, so let, let's because I don't want to keep going back and forth. But Colts Steelers was one of the games I wanted to co- cover here. Steelers opened the week at minus two and a half before that uh, Monday meltdown. <laughs> now the Colts are favored by one and a half. Fandle has the over under at forty five. A um, couple other numbers to throw at you. Steelers to win the division is minus three thirty. It's a little hefty. I still think they get it. They have this toss up game against the Colts. If they win that. It's uh, you're basically making a three team parlay that wait, if they win win. against the Colts, they win the division. It's over. Yeah. The Browns have to beat the Jets and then they have to beat the Steelers in week 17. Dave, they have a line on that week 17 game already. Uh, I know I'm not supposed to know this. Do you want to guess what the Browns Steelers Browns being home? I say the way too much confidence still. Um, in the Steelers, now, the adjustments haven't been as severe as I th- thought they would be. Look at that Colts game, um, as uh, as that. So I'll say I would put it at the Browns. My personal line, if I were the bookmaker, I would say it should be Browns uh, giving four and a half. I bet you it's the right. Browns giving uh, two and a half. No, it's four. It's four. Is you it? got you basically got it. It was around four. But anyway, it's right, so a real quick with the Steelers Colts. I, I I don't know. I don't see the Steelers getting right for this game. I still see them beating the Browns. That'll be funny. That'll be ironic. You still have that history. Browns can't get over the hump and beat the Steelers. But the way the Colts play football, they end up with like 28 points by accident because of good field position. And my God, that front seven against the Steelers, even 20% better than what we saw Monday night is going to be a problem. Does Mm -hmm. anyone disagree? But then again, everyone's taking the Colts here. So I don't know. They they don't uh, allow too many freebies in Vegas. Um, I'm going Colts. I'm going Colts. uh, I mean, I would obviously never uh, put dollars against the Pittsburgh Steelers, but um, yeah, you know, it's a, this has been true for me (laughs) since summertime that the Colts, um, if if you get capable QB and out of old man rivers that they're a, a really dangerous team. And in fact, I think on the very first minus three that we did, I said that the Colts were a great value pick as well. Schwartz said the Steelers to get to the Super Bowl were a great value. Actually, he had the Steelers to win the Super Bowl. I said the Colts to get to the Super Bowl was a great value. Um, at that point, um, still is, I think it's 14 to one with the, as loaded as the AFC is. I think they're I mean, that defense, to one. man, that defense talk about not jive is, uh, that, that mm. defense ain't jive. Uh, here comes Jonathan Taylor. They have a great offensive line. 
Um, you know, the pass catchers are, are uh, plenty good enough uh, in, in Indy. I like the Colts a great deal. I just, I, I wonder, talk about who you trust. Somehow, I, the Colts defense, I like them against uh, the Chiefs. I wonder if the Colts, you say that they kind of can fluke their way into the high 20s, low 30s in points. Can they score enough? Can they scratch out enough? To beat the, the to to beat the Chiefs, and that's the conversation everybody's having right, right now, I guess. But in the meantime, them against the Titans, at round three. I love when the when same division teams play again. Nah, in the let's mix it up. I know you don't like that, but I kind of well, well I, if they, if it bears out in the second round or third round, so be it. But let's mix it up a little. It just adds to it adds it just adds to the lore of the rivalry and the head to head and the hatred and all that. You want to see Saints Bucks times thir- uh, part three versus yeah. um Bucks? I'd love that. Seahawks. Sure, that'd be great. Yeah, Wilson, lo- Wilson Brady. You don't want to see that? I don't know. I know uh, I, well, I'm not going to bellyache about any of it, but uh, right. well, until the Steelers lose to something <laughs> they shouldn't lose, to, to, until Tua comes in and beats them or something like that. But well, well, we'll go over a couple more games. But right now, I want to tell you how you can add a little excitement to your sports watching experience. You know how you could do it, Charlotte. You know how. Well, I have an idea. Go ahead, tell me. Is it Fanduel? Yeah, yeah. Get, Is it a same game action. parlay? You could do that. I think we went over the. I I I was not good on the fan. What we we. Uh, Rely too much on Chase Claypool and maybe the Steelers. I'm not sure our same uh, game parlay from Claypool Monday. almost got it. The Roethlisberger did, did a, a rare uh, occurrence. Was it's he close. actually scrambled out of the? I also think that was point. pass almost interference. Hit. Oh, at the end, yeah. Oh, the deep ball, yeah. yeah. Was, I mean, that was undeniably that's, it was that's lame. Garbage. It that was, was lame a terrible, flack. terrible car. It was lame-o, Flacco territory. Just throw the deep ball and hopefully you draw the P.I. But, in fact, he did draw the but P.I. And it's crazy that they didn't give it to him. It's That's funny. Right. I call it I call it Eli Manning. You call it Flacco based on who we hate and who we've rooted <laughs> against all right. these years. But I think it's the same kind of thing. But, anyway, there's a reason why FanDuel is America's number one sports book. Their app is simple to use. They've got great odds on all different betting markets, unique fun bet times. Uh, types like same game parlay, like young Charlotte just mentioned, exclusive, always on promotions to let you get more action out of every game. And if you win, you get your winnings safely in as little as 24 hours. Right now, FanDuel is letting you place your first bet risk-free up to $1,000. So if Charles Barkley wanted $1,000 on Portland to win at 28 to 1, he could get it back. But he wants 100000 I don't know that they're giving that back right away. But for you and me, and the betters, just place a bet on any game. FanDuel refunds you up to a grand, win or lose. You get to keep the cash. You win, you lose. You get your entire bet up to a grand back in sight credit. There you go. That's FanDuel Sportsbook. Promo code, extra points. And if you've never tried it, do it now. I don't know what you're waiting for. Get started. FanDuel Sportsbook, promo code, extra points, so they know that we sent you. A um, couple other games. Rams, Seahawks. Just mentioned the Seahawks. Seahawks were favored by three. It's down to one and a half now. We saw what the Rams did. Rams were laughing at your Steelers, Dave. It's like, uh, I mean, by the way, the, the fact that those back-to-back, a 15-point underdog and a 17-point underdog lose in 24 hours, um, just outstanding. I was worried it was going to be Saturday. I'm like, oh, there's going to be some mix-up. Watch, Ohio State will blow it. Alabama will blow it. One of these teams, the Packers or the Bills, they all played Saturday. No, we got through Saturday unscathed. And then the gambling gods just unleashed their fury. On By us, the way, uh, how about the bad beat for uh, for one uh, Dave Damashek? I was pushing that three-way tease, the front-runner three-way teaser uh, on Saturday that all the yeah. uh, conference, uh, the college uh, 
conference title games were going to be decisive victories for the favored teams. And um, right. Florida get, uh, goes for two late and makes it. Um, to, oh, right. Yeah, uh, yeah. To get past the the extra 10 points that um, I gave to benefit yeah. Bama, and that ended up erasing what figure. Gambling's hard. Like, Gambling is, on yeah. this game is hard, too. I, like I said, Seahawks went from three to one and a half, 47 and a half is the over under. Um, I'm taking the Rams. I know it doesn't mm. make any sense. Hey, my, you know, my um, uh, deranged friend, Harry, I know you know him, Dave. Charlotte, you don't know him. He has this him. theory. Yes, he has this theory from uh, college. He called it the try by cuspid. Now, it has nothing at all to do with teeth, but he thinks that sounds funny. Try by cuspid. And these are the pro. I don't remember the mathematical properties attached to this, but the Seahawks beat the Jets by 37 points. The Rams go the next week and lose to the Jets. It would make sense that the Seahawks would crush the Rams, right? No, you go the other way, according to the try by cuspid. Yep. The Rams defeat the Seahawks. Again, no teeth involved. Just gave it some fancy or weird name, try by cuspid. Do you believe, Dave, in the try by cuspid? I do this week. I think the Rams, winner of some five out of six against the Seahawks, uh, prevail. I'm taking the Seahawks. Mm. I like that theory, though, by Harry. And uh, speaking of your <laughs> uh, loco friends, you got another one named Randy. Uh, oh, yeah. Coming in then uh, and having some fun with you guys, too. But yeah, I feel like, yeah, teeth, are, there are different kinds of teeth Spe in your head. Speaking of teeth, Randy. Yeah. <laughs> I don't get it. It all it, comes, it all comes uh, together. <laughs> yeah, you'll, you'll, you'll meet. You'll meet. You might yeah. you might be willing to say goodbye to Jim. Once you come up with uh, Randy. Oh, I don't know. Bit. Listen, I, I remain a, a, a pedigree snob and I, you know, at some point, it has to matter that, that Russell Wilson is the quarterback. I know the offense isn't good right now, but, um, you know, some not equaling the parts for the last couple few weeks for the Seahawks. At some point, though, they hit the gas before the playoffs, don't they? And they put this yeah. thing away. And I know that the Rams are are, are doing, <clears> but they're too inconsistent to for me to, to get behind. I know you have kind of... Um, champion them over the course of the season sal but i, I also think i crushed them their hopes by betting them last monday to win the nfc at plus 450 and then they go out and lose to the that's jets. definitely your fault charlotte can you come back from losing to the jets i mean what does sean yes. mcveigh say uh, sean yes. McVay i think you can take you, off all the shirts he wants i don't know if it helps though i think you have to come back from losing to the Jets. His post-game presser was so chaotic. He was like screaming. He was like, it's embarrassing. It's embarrassing. And like, like frantic. I think that if he wants any, he, how do you, how do you live with yourself if you lose to the Jets and then you just like your season just completely crumbles that I feel like you have to go hard in the other direction where you just come out and maybe, you know, try to make sure Jared Goff does as little as possible and uh, just uh, make the whole plane out of Aaron Donald. I don't know. Mm. But I, I think that they're going to win. I really do. I think that this is that that was so deeply embarrassing that they can't they can't not win this. Does that make sense? I don't know. It does make sense. Well, listen, just say you're following the try by cuspid. That's it. I you're am. A big yeah, fan I mean, of the it's like cuspid. the reverse transitive property. So I it's think that's to, what it is. Is that what it is? The reverse that's transitive what I'm property? Calling, that's what, yeah, <clears throat> try by cuspid is better. But yeah, that's what it is. I brought I this it, up on uh, Fox Bet Live and that idiot uh, Clay Travis says, like, oh, oh, that's just the Pythagorean theorem. I was like, no, there isn't. There's squares involved in the Pythagorean <laughs> theorem. Go back to Disney World. Nobody wants to listen to you. But anyway, uh, yeah, I agree. I also think it's the zigzag theory with Jared Goff. If you notice every other game, yeah. he's up there. It's like, I don't know. He has to have a... a 
heart to heart with uh, Sean McVay to remind him like, hey, you're disappointing me. Do do what you could do and uh, let, let's win this game. I think that the zigzag combined with the try by cuspid, I think can't be beat in this situation. What well, the saying? Mina Kimes point. Uh, oh, the Mina Charlie Kimes Reverend. point. So there's yeah, try right, by yeah. cuspid. Yeah, the there's so Kimes many point. theories try there. By, oh, yeah. Try okay. by Kimes yeah. I don't know, but she uh, well, she'll, she'll be invested in watching this Seahawks game too. But I mean, you know, it's it, it, it's not uh, some mysterious um, math at play here with uh, with the Rams. You know, their offensive line is not great, and if you can, you know, if you can pressure a middle class QB, um, that guy as a human being is is likely to fail. There are very few Roethlisberger. That's the point. Used to be one of those guys who could negate a, a bad O-line or a good pass rush. Um, you know, these middle-class QBs like Jared Goff certainly can't. You know, you you heat up Kirk Cousins or Jimmy G or the vast majority of guys playing yeah. quarterback in the NFL. They're going to suffer for it, and uh, Jared Goff is one of those guys. And, I, you know, so Jamal Adams now blitzing all the time and all that kind of kind of stuff. Um yeah, I, 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 I'm playing the pedigree here. That, give, give me the Seahawks here to salt this thing away. All right. Uh, the Sunday night game is a good one. In Lambeau, it? Tennessee at oh, Green yeah. Bay. Uh, yeah, Green Bay was favored by four. It opened down to three, 56 and a half. Um, I, I don't even, uh, you know, I'm trying to think like th- this is, I, I don't think any defense stops the other here. Lots of points, 33, yeah. 30. Low end, I think, for the 56 and a half. I'm going to sit back, bet the over, and not have to worry about Green Bay uh, kicking a field goal at the end or Tennessee or Green Bay being able to tackle Derrick Henry. I know, like, Tennessee has 14 sacks, which is the least in the league. Aaron Rodgers should be able to do exactly what he wants. But Tennessee also more point, most points in the league, more than even the Chiefs. Um, I like 33-30 as a final or north of that, uh, point scoring-wise. I'm taking the over. Dave, uh, you want to pick a winner of this? Yeah, I was uh, I was ready to ride with the Titans, as a matter of fact, and Jeff Schwartz talked me out of it um, because of exactly what you just said there. Um, it just, you know, I, I'm doing the the kind of the simple, um, you know, are the Packers cold? Uh, you know, on a cold uh, Sunday night, want to are they? Do they want to tackle Derrick Henry? No, mm. but the Titans have no ability to stop anybody. So um, Aaron right. Rodgers, who could still end up winning the MVP or not, you know, should have a I have a big night himself. Give me the Packers on the hunch that they want to maybe, I, I, I don't know exactly how they're going to approach it. I don't know if LaFleur has addressed this, but if they win this one, do they put their feet up? Do they rest for two weeks? Cause they, they're going to get the buy they They almost certainly can't blow the number one right. seed in the NFC. So will they take week 17 off? If they win this one, do the players respond to that carrot? I, I I'm going to ride with the, uh, with the Packers here, and I'm sorry to the Titans fans. As an aside here, um, they keep hitting me up. They're very, they're very uh, big chip on the shoulder Titans fans. Mm. They're the one team that if they get to the Super Bowl could spoil what should be a, a wonderful Super Bowl. If it's the Chiefs or Old Man Rivers finally getting over the hump, or what if it's the Browns or the Steelers? They're not going to get there, but okay, let's say the Steelers. The only one that would be unsatisfying to me is if the Titans get there. Because if it's the Packers, Seahawks, Saints, what if Tom Brady sneaks through somehow? I don't think that happens either. But the matchups are so juicy, aside from the Titans. The Titans don't play defense. I'm sorry, they're not going to get to the Super Bowl 
uh, winning. They're not going to win three games playing zero defense against high end offenses. They it's, got uh, close. I, I'm sorry. They got close last year. I, I know. know. I know what you're saying. Uh, no, I'd rather. I'd still rather see them than like the Dolphins in there and stuff. Well, I, they, I, okay. I the Dolphins aren't getting yeah. to the suit. I'm talking yeah, yeah. about teams that actually might get there. The, right. the Dolphins yeah. aren't running the table to the There's Super decent storylines, but I, I, I know. Which, uh, believe me, I hate the Titans. And the Ravens for, uh, get in. They're a scary team. That's I'm, fun. I think the Titans are going to win. I think the Titans are going to do this on They Sunday. win this game. It could be yeah. like a last possession type game. They could they could win. Well, I think it'll easily. be a last possession game and which could, it could mean that Rodgers throws a Hail Mary, but I think that the Packers run game has not been great and I think did you see how disappointed Rodgers was with he he did the whole like yeah, we won, but it was a bad win thing after right. uh w- yeah, who yeah. they play? What game was that? Uh, Carolina Saturday. Yeah, night, right? Car- yeah, 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 yeah. Um and so I think that with Derrick Henry and I mean Tannehill is he's not he's not Aaron Rodgers but he's been connecting when he needs to and he's been doing some impressive stuff so I I'm I'm going with Tennessee I'm gonna I'm gonna ride with my boy Vrabel. You know I want to do I want to spend the day in Aaron Rodgers' shoes or at least in his hoodie. What I want to do is you know how he has the, his hands in the. Uh, and the hand warmer, yeah. what do they call? He walk, he'll like basically walk around with his head. It lends, leads you to think that he's like, not that he doesn't care, but this game is too easy for him. <laughs> like it's too <laughs> easy for Mahomes. It's very easy for Mahomes too, but he he's performing magic on the field too. That's why I to think make that it they're more interesting. Lose. He'll put like think- a blindfold on or something. But Aaron Rodgers, I want to walk around for a day just being it's disappointed in people with the hands in the armor and just like, Shaking my head at Devonte Adams because he missed a pat by a, a quarter right. of an inch off his t- fingertips, and uh, I want to see what that does to me. I like it. Yeah, he should try to <clears throat> like against uh, lesser teams. He should play. Have to play <clears throat> with his left hand always in the pocket, right? You know, <laughs> in the pocket. I just yeah. think that's why they're going to lose. I think he did too much of the like, you know, I'm I'm not mad. I'm just dis- he did like the disappointed <laughs> dad thing combined with like a we're better than this, and that He's I think funny. is when. I think that I think that's a recipe. You know, be cool is if he had some mixed nuts in there. You know, just like pot, like just like that's how casually it's just like in between plays in the huddle. Like anybody got some nuts? Anybody? I think Chex Mix would be a funnier snack to put in there. Oof. Uh oh. I feel like we should ditch this topic because it's going to go twenty five minutes. The funniest snack? Yeah. Let's move on. What do we have? have My wife. My uh, my wife made my wife made the side of the box Chex Mix. And I was outraged, right. and I now we're I, and I've declared that as soon as I'm, and this is true, this is this is a grown man. These these are the activities that I have on the slate uh, after oh, we finish here today. One, I'm going to go to the grocery store uh-huh. and buy my favorite chips and pretzels and stuff. I'm going to make Shex Mix because Shex Mix is better than <laughs> oh. Shex Mix, and then the kids are going to have a taste test. And also, I have to revisit. The uh, the website to set my fantasy lineups, because, as you know, Charlotte and everybody mm-hmm. who follows sports at all knows the cool cats, a.k.a. fantasy juggernaut are into two championship games two two playoff. Why leagues. do you I have mean, to do that today? There's not a game from 48 hours. You can't add drop. Oh, you can't add drop, I guess. Well, I, I really because I looked at it yesterday to see the big one, the high stakes uh, one where um, if I win again, I get to kick someone else out. So mind your P's and Q's Sal and everybody else. There's no trophy. Who cares? Yeah. Okay. Well, there is the shame of getting kicked out and having yeah. to walk out of yeah. the room in uh, early September. Um, <laughs> I was looking at my lineup, and I and Keenan Allen was in there, and I and and I had a conversation with myself, a real one. I was like, <laughs> you know what? Got to send a one. message to Keenan after he said last week, "Don't take me out of your lineup." And I listened, and then he went out there and he caught one pass for ten yard for fifteen yards. I I had a conversation like. 
I think it's time to send a message to Keenan Allen. And the mm. thing that makes it sad is that I was completely serious. I was completely like, <laughs> you should bet. You, I don't think you let, I don't think you let Keenan Allen play this game. Yeah. It's a playoff game. And after what he did last week, I don't think you can run him back out there. And I meant it in my own brain, the conversation yeah. I was having with my brain about Keenan Allen. And I really tried to be a fly on the wall of my own brain and say, what the hell's wrong with you? You're, you're a grown man. You have, you have minors who, who you're responsible for. And this is what you're thinking about. See, Charlotte, this is why it's better to get eliminated like week nine. You don't have to put yourself through this mental torture. I and, uh, listen, I yeah. believe in setting the bar as low as possible. There you go. Poor Dave struggling. Mission accomplished. <laughs> uh, I do want to talk about one more thing before we give our extra points for extra pay parlay. Dwayne Haskins was busted at a strip Oof. club. They took a picture of him. It was after the Washington game. Washington was home for that game. I, where was the strip club? It had to be in the great Baltimore, Washington area, right? For him to be. I don't think that he traveled to Puerto Vallarta in that, that time. But anyway, someone took a picture of him. And he had to apologize and he violated COVID protocol earlier in the year and he was fined. And now he's going to get fined again. And I don't know that he's starting this week. They're, they're hoping uh, the Washington team that Alex Smith will be ready. And it, it sounds like he's going to make a go of it or try. But um, I think it's over, fellas. It's over. Don't go to a strip club and think you're not going to be photographed. Those days are over. Hmm. And if it matters to you. Wow. Powerful. Uh, right. Just don't do it. There's just no way it's not going to happen. Um, yeah. Right? <laughs> just uh, And then you're going to have to apologize and you have to say it was irresponsible and I shouldn't have done this and go ahead, find me. But uh, don't think you're going to get away with it. James Harden, Here's the too. Thing, though. I James think Harden's another one, yeah. On a certain level, these guys might subconsciously want to be photographed at a strip club. You can't know that someone's point. You know when someone's pointing a camera at you. You know when someone, like, you know he was looking at the camera in some of those pictures. And I just think it's like, it's hard to, well, if someone takes a picture, you want it to be a good shot. So yeah, you look at the camera, you don't want to ruin their picture. Right. But like, that's what, you know, it, it, it's sort of this, yes, it was a very irresponsible, selfish thing to do. I also think that it's very easy. How old is Haskins? 23, 24. Like, you're an idiot and you're you are selfish at that age and you're thinking of yourself and you're like i want to have some fun or like i want to do this like i i really do feel like for some of these guys the the part of the decision making brain hasn't totally solidified yeah. yet Boy, so it would have to be sub subconscious like if the bouncer stopped him before he walked in and say I just, i'm just gonna warn you you're gonna get your picture taken in here but here, here you're, me you're out like what if there's a girl what if yeah. there's a girl that he's like into and he wants her to Ooh. see on a that he is out with someone else? Like there there could be so many different personal motivations that do not have to do with the greater media to be photographed that I just I think guess. you know but what you, I mean? Like I'm not also, defending it. You I'm have not defending to know it. you're gonna be fine. You're gonna have to apologize. So if Yeah, if but you, if you're an it's twenty three year old idiot, you don't realize that like consequences are real. That's what right. I'm saying. But Sal, you might but you you may have hit on the larger point here and maybe you know, individuals or it's going to take them uh, a few years to fully catch up to the to the dark reality. You can no longer do those things in the wee hours of the a.m. Oh, it's all and, over, and expect guys. to yeah. get away with it. Right. That's it's that's the bottom over. line. Yeah, it's I think it's been over for a while. I think ever yeah. since the Nikon cool pics and Facebook came onto the scene 10 years ago, it's like you're out of luck. I don't know. Some of those uh, Super Bowl weeks, wee hours of the a.m., there was yeah. some, uh, there was oh, some okay. behavior. I don't think a lot of 
big time celebs and otherwise would want to have photographed. But now it's starting to come out. That's the yep. thing. This need to inject yourself into the thing. I, I it it's kind of like I mean it's it's a more severe version of like tweeting at guys. It's one thing to say. Hey, Deontay Johnson, I, I like this happened to me. I, 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 I cracked wise about some photograph of Roethlisberger talking to the Steelers receivers. And it was a wiseacre thing about their hands and keep dropping passes. Then people jump in and then forward that to Deontay Johnson. Like, Hey, are you listening? Deontay? Like the hell are you trying to involve you? The, the, <laughs> the vanity of all human beings in the 21st century owed to social media and otherwise it all relates to this. It's like, I'm injecting myself. I'm making myself relevant to this by hitting up this. I, I, I. It's important that uh, that Lamar Jackson knows how I feel about his play. You right. know, like what? You don't have to tell them. You don't have to let them. I, it's your right, I guess. And yeah, these else, are supposed to be very secrets. strange. I'm going to take pictures. I'm taking pictures of you at a nightclub. Why? Just because? Because it'll be good for me. People will. People will like it on Twitter if I. If oh, I yeah. show a picture of the high uh, of the big time QB doing something bad yeah, it's late attention. at night, right? That's I mean, it's, people uh, love yeah. attention. The whole point of social media is attention. Disagree. What no, do you think? Yeah, it no, is? you're right. No, of course, of course, <laughs> of course. No, it's a it's a lot of things, but yes, it starts with attention and it's uh, nonsensical. But the big point, yes, Dave, it's over. We need to uh, stay home and just make checks. Well, also speaking of it. over, like Dan Snyder, you know, it's 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 wild that they managed to get the Haskins story to break on the same day that it comes out that Dan Snyder was accused of sexual harassment in 2009, and they put That's an right. ironclad NDA. Like the real story here, I'm sorry, it's not Dwayne Haskins. It's this it's this owner who has That's been right really terrible. And so I think that it's it's very convenient to focus on one guy's individual act. Like oh, he put a playoff at risk. Yeah, when it's like you too. Okay, who put Johnson. the last championships at risk? Well, what, what do you mean convenient? It, it happened Sunday night. When are they supposed to break it? Three weeks from now? I mean, they had to. Maybe they the broke Haskins the. Stuff. Maybe someone broke the Washington. Oh, I the, mean, oh, I, the Snyder story. To, uh, at the same time, they I knew the Snyder you. story was going to come out anyway. So you break it the same time Haskins at a strip club, which is more sort of buzzy with a strip club in it, and then you hope that people like us talk about Haskins right. instead of talking about Dan Snyder. Well, the whole I don't team's know, but, a mess. And, that, and that's right. why they're going to win the Super Bowl, probably. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if they win this, if they win this weekend, they have they've won the NFC. The right? Giants need to lose still. They have to. Yeah, there's a the magic number. Magic numbers too to, for yeah. Washington. Ravens. Ravens yeah. are incented to to uh, <clears throat> take it to the to the G men, which they right. should, and so that should that should decide it. Assuming you believe Washington will take care of uh, Teddy B and company. Right there, you go. All right, guys, I think it's time. I think Let's we do it. do it. Let's do it. Our very successful extra points for, oh no, we've not been successful at all. We were earlier. We were really good September. We were really good September team, but uh, we failed since, but we're going to put it together now. Our extra points for extra pay parlay. FanDuel gives us extra points. They boost the odds. I'm going to start things off. We're doing the Friday, Saturday games. All right. Christmas day and the Saturday games. I'm taking the Raiders. Plus four and a half. Wow, very generous, FanDuel. Thank you very much over the Dolphins. Now, everyone's in love with this Dolphins team, but let's remember one thing. They had zero points against the Patriots at half last week. They started, they, now the Patriots, sorry, Charlotte, they can't get out of their own way, and they yeah, lost that fine. game 22-10. They're not scoring 40, 45 a game. I don't think Gruden wants to lose this game. I, I think he wants to, it's got to at least be close. 
He's got a gem in Marcus Mariota. Now you might say, well, there wasn't tape on Mariota. That's why he played so well last Thursday night. Now, I think that's the better fit there. 28 points a game. That's what the Raiders do. They score at home in Las Vegas. I think they keep this one close. They lose maybe by a field goal. Maybe they win the game. People are circling the Dolphins like it's a foregone conclusion. Not me. I'm taking the Las Vegas Raiders plus four and a half. Dave, what are you saying? You're also on that game. I'm with you 100%. And if you wouldn't have taken the Raiders, I would have jumped on that one. And I do think it's a major game for the uh, for the career of Derek Carr as well, because uh, mm. Derek Carr, if Mariota shows anything in his second go around here, um, I think that Derek Carr is going to be one of the one of those QBs who's mm-hmm. looking for a new gig. More uh, decent QBs than there are spots in pro football here, so that'll be a storyline to follow. Another one to follow is to go way back to 1972. The Miami Dolphins were undefeated, as you know, and uh, the divisional round game played in Three River Stadium the week before. The Dolphins wanted <laughs> to see who they were going to play in the AFC title game. The Immaculate Reception put the Steelers into the title game. Weird bit of history. Back then, they it, they rotated who had home field. So although the Dolphins were undefeated, they played in Three River Stadium in the title game. Um, it would have been, though, in Miami against the Raiders had they won. Now it's in Las Vegas. I don't know what any of it means, but I know that uh, their playoff implications once again. Let's go back to the early 70s, at least as far as point totals go. Let's pretend it's not 2020. I suspect that this one is going to be an homage to those uh, to to that uh, earlier generation. Snake Stabler, Bob Greasy, and the rest of them. This game's going under the 48 and a half, whether mm. it's in Sin City or not. I really like this one. A great deal. Marcus Mariota against that defense. Tua, good, not dynamite, not light up whoever they're playing. Yeah, it's not a great defense they're playing. I think this goes under the 48 and a half, and I feel very good about it. Mm, and happy immaculate reception to everybody. By the way, you you would take any reception at this point. That's the irony with the Pittsburgh fans, right? <laughs> immaculate or otherwise, just catch a Oh, there's your ball. joke right there. That's so funny. It was good. Charlotte I'm trying chuckled. to help you out. You put that Charlotte out there for people. Charlotte I, chuckled at it, and I'm I want to congratulate you. Thanks, Charlotte. And I want to wish you Happy holidays. I think it's great. I'm really, I'm excited (laughs) for you and for Charlotte. I don't know. Some other people might've been tickled by that one. Good for you. Thank you, Dave. Thank you. you. Merry Christmas to you too. You know, I'm excited for uh, Jim Cunningham and I wish I could uh, see his face when you were talking about the 72 dolphins and and Raiders and, and uh, with him in the back of his mind, me telling him, Hey, we got to make this extra points for extra pay parlay clip no longer than two minutes. So and I could. Uh, I did be you fun. better not cut that. That's a great <laughs> bit of history I just shared with you. Isn't that crazy that the game was played in Pittsburgh? They were undefeated. The Dolphins are undefeated. Like, yeah, go go play in Pittsburgh. What? Why do we? We're undefeated. Why do we have to go play in cold Pittsburgh? They caught a break though. The football gods smiled on them. Ball don't lie. Neither does the sun. It was mm. warm that day, oh unseasonably God, so, and that allowed <laughs> the Dolphins to barely survive the Pittsburgh Steelers. Jim, are you okay? Are you going to leave that in? What What are your plans for this? Um, uh, let's keep it moving. I don't understand why people don't like to hear about sports on a sports show. I don't get it. The, the, the history no, is do. what's compelling about sports to me. Charlotte, Charlotte, yeah. let's go three for three. What is your game? <sighs> 
Okay, three for three. I am taking the over in Saints Vikings. It's over 50 and a half points. Um, and I feel good about this because, first of all, the Saints are in a two game losing streak. And if they win on, what is it? Is this a Christmas Day game? They Christmas win on, Day. Yeah. If they win on Christmas, they have clinched the NFC South. So I think they're going to come in hot. It's a must win. The Saints are one in three against the Vikings since 2017, though. So I could see this. All I care about is the points. And I think both teams have a lot of incentive here. Minnesota's giving up 27.7 points this season. And New Orleans is averaging 28 and a half. And they both scored more than 25 points in their last game. So I'm just putting these numbers together. And uh, I feel real good about that over. I also read something that said a computer ran a bunch of simulations and it was leaning towards the over. So if I'm not right, maybe the robots will be. Yeah. Blame the damn computers. All right. There it is. Raiders plus four and a half. Dave has that game going under 48 and a half. And Charlotte has a New Orleans, Minnesota game going over 50 and a half. And the odds on that normally would be plus 420, 420. But now FanDuel is moving it to five to one. Five to one on that trio. Hit us up, fanduel.com slash extra points. There you go. Uh, so Charlotte, that New Orleans, Minnesota game, that is I'm going for nine wins in a row on Fox Thursday Night Football. It will be Friday afternoon football because it's Ooh, a Christmas I day. Wanna but know. Anyway, I want to know. Tell me, tell me, tell me. Can't tell you. I can't tell you. I have but an I, idea. I, I think do I wanna know. Hear, I want to hear from you guys. Um, so the Saints, I can only pick straight up. And the Saints are I know. what, like a seven-point favorite in real life? Give I'm me a reason Saints. why you 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 think Saints. It would yeah, make well, sense that it, the Saints I, wouldn't lose two in a row. But I'm a little weary. If I go by, I, I don't go by, but I do get scared when there's a bunch of playmakers on the other side. And there are in Dalvin so Cook and Adam Thielen. I'm not saying, and, and, and Jefferson. I get a little nervous, and I get a little nervous with the zigzag with the middle-class quarterbacks, as Dave Damashek mentioned, because you'll see... Uh, you'll you'll see Kirk Cousins do poorly and then do well. Talk me into or out of uh, any side of this. Well, bad news is uh, the Saints quarterback at this point is a middle class QB too. Oh, and that's true. That continues to get exposed. The the thing that uh, I mean, when you say middle Saints, class, like they they make a lot of money. Like you you're. Uh, I, I wonder what your tax structure would. That's be. That's fair. Like, yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're, you're right. I'll, I'll work on it. Uh, okay. Go try by cuspid or something yeah, like that. We'll figure it, it out. Yeah. Um, we, the canine um, theory. <laughs> I think that uh, I, I mean, listen, I'm I, I'm big on the Saints here. They have a, a, a high end defense that should take care of uh, Kirk Cousins and shout out to you. And so I, I like them. I like them given seven, let alone to win straight okay. up. What, what are the Vikes realistically playing for um, the uh, although that can be liberating, I guess, uh, to some degree for mm-hmm. individual players. I though do want to shout you out because you said Leary and it's crazy to me. Oh, did I get it How wrong? often human beings Leary, weary, wary, how often people choose the wrong choice with what they want to say. It's, did I it's, do it? It's did a I cruel it? it's a it was a cruel deed by by the word factory to make mm. Leary and weary and wary like that and you know have two of them mean the same thing. Right. I, but it, what's crazy is how often, like, I, you know what? I don't know. I, I want to take the Saints, but I'm weary of what the Vikings might do. People do that all the time, or vice versa. Uh, I said Shout weary, out to right? You. I think today's I got your right? day, Sal. Today's your day. Everything does that coming count up as south. a win? Could I, did I? Yeah. Get oh yes. Right? Uh, Charlotte <laughs> laughed at your uh, at your mean spirited <laughs> jibe earlier. Yeah. Listen, everything's coming up south. I laugh easily.
I just think the irony in that a team that um, recorded the most perfect and immaculate reception can't catch a ball right now. I'm not adding to my joke. I just want to point out that this is. He's just explaining know. it. Yeah. Well, maybe. Yeah. Well, that's a, that always that's always that a, makes a joke a good funny. Move. That makes I it do. Helpful. I do kind of like that, though. I do kind of like every rece- every reception. Yeah. The rest of the season needs to count as an immaculate. Reception. There you go. See, yeah. now you're getting on board. You're getting on I, board. I mean, Liz, I, it's it's not a matter of whether or not I like the the joke. I just think, like I said earlier, <laughs> I don't appreciate it right now. These are these, these are dark days. These we're we're confronting a potentially grim reality moving forward. Dave, I can laugh because my team is so screwed up after being so great for so long that I, I don't, you know, I don't feel anything. I hear you, but the difference is everybody's happy to see the Patriots suck. America is sad when the Steelers aren't good. (laughs) Okay. How do you, that doesn't make me. Okay. (laughs) By the way, this dovetails nicely. What are you, at Damashek? At the Cousin Sal? Listen, Lemon Pepper. (laughs) This is, but honestly, I I do want to read this one email, which is perfect, perfectly set up uh, inadvertently by the uh, the two of you. Uh, Hit us, yeah, at the Extra Points Gang at gmail.com. Yes, the Extra Points Gang at gmail.com. Charlotte is correct. It's two E's. It's back to back in the the and the extra. This guy named Pete writes us, says, hey, Cousin Sal, Dave, Charlotte, and Jim, I just watched my Steelers season go flushing down the toilet with the annual inexplicable loss to a terrible team, and I've decided to blame you all. I'm not sure whose team started it, probably the Jets, but the teams associated with this podcast have collectively put their stink on one another. I would prefer you to disband the podcast network for the sake of the Steelers. If that can't be done, please fire Dave. Wow. On the off chance that doing so allows the Steelers to recover, if neither of these is possible, maybe you could replace Joel with Drew Carey to at least put some stink on the Browns. Do you think he's available? Interesting. Uh, Pete, P.S., I've been listening all year and really do love the show. You are all hilarious and compliment each other well. Keep up the great work. <clears throat> I well, disagree with that. Too nice. That was too yeah, nice. I don't care for the ending there. That's <laughs> interesting. He's it, trying it to is, fire you, Dave. He's trying to get it, you fired. I Well, I, I'm not fired. I quit if it <laughs> oh. means that the Steelers get a Lombardi. <laughs> I, I really would I be willing to end my career? No, Dave. If I f- could have it, if may I, <laughs> if it was the Stanley Cup and the Lombardi and a Pitt Final Four run, I think I'd be willing to. Let, you, well, you know what? End Let's, your career. You have children. Yeah, yeah. checks uh, check doesn't so, grow on that's trees. So, that's the you most depressing thing I've ever heard. I know. Yeah. Well, but you know what? Be, Charlotte is so uh, great. It'd be such a great year, though. Gosh. If in 2021 they won the Lo- Roethlisberger wins the Lombardi, and then about, he just like gets on a horse. I don't know where the horse comes from, but then he just rides off and he waves goodbye as he goes. I and feel then, bad for the horse. Then Sidney Crosby and Geno Malkin. They and, and well, no. I'm sorry, Gino. You can't do that. You and uh, Crosby and Lemieux, they they each take one hand and they raise the Stanley Cup, and then they walk off. They skate off into into history, never to be seen again. Mm. And then Pitt. I don't. I, you know. Why I'm don't have we to think, think small? About Why, how about um, not four three and outs in a row for the Steelers? And you I give mean, up that's one what, paycheck. See, that's what I'm talking one about. Paycheck. That's what I'm talking about. Nobody <clears throat> likes that. I just Nobody enjoys at, that. <laughs> Charlotte's just a little weary of this plan, I think. Well, I'm leery of it, too. Oh, you're and leery. wary. Okay. Yeah, you're wary. She's wearing it all over. Uh, <clears throat> I'm weary. Dave, you're also at Damashek on Twitter. Minus that's three so weird. I'm good. at Damashek. 
You went through it? Wow, <laughs> this is crazy. What are the odds? Oh, my God. <clears throat> they really screwed up this Twitter thing. At Damashek, minus three, right? What else you got going on? That's Holidays. right. Listen to minus three. It was a good time, despite some mean-spirited uh, remarks by Schwartz <laughs> and Spaghetti. Um, and uh, and have a happy holidays, everybody. Yeah. Make a nice Shex mix for yourself. Enjoy mm-hmm. the uh, the Christmas uh, time on Zoom or face to. Well, hopefully you're not face to face with uh, with people. Anyway, Too I, many. What, what am I talking? Yeah, about? You know, you should pair your pair your Shex mix with a glass of Chardonnay. Ooh, I'm just wow. gonna take a nap until 2021 because <gasps> all of a sudden, in the last uh, four minutes, all of a sudden, it's emerged to be a gangbusters year for Steelers and. Black oh and gold fans. Really Sorry, kids. Out. Well, you could take a nap till Monday because we don't have a podcast Friday. We're get, I mean, you could listen Friday, but there's just not going to be anything. You can listen to this one again. Charlotte, yeah. you're at the Wilder things. I sure am. Okay. <laughs> Boy, she turned into Kevin Durant there. She really yeah, did. no, yep. I'm at the Wilder things. At the Wilder things. I'm doing a solo uh, people sports podcast today, so that should be nice and weird. Um, really? What happened to Titus? He's too good for the job already? Titus isn't feeling well, but he says it's uh, not COVID. So, yeah, he's too okay. good for the job. Uh, we're going to have Chris Broussard on. I'm going to read some uh, Ask Shar questions. Probably Chris talk too fun. much about the Muppets. Um, and, <laughs> yeah, just check out. Follow me. Boy, I wish we could. Me. I wish we could have uh, done. We, well, maybe we'll do it next week or before the Clemson game. But. A Titus makes me that Ohio State, Dabo with the Like, they only played six games. What? I mean. It's not low key anymore. Dabo's a douchebag, right? Yeah. Like, what, what, <laughs> Dabo, what a ridiculous <laughs> ass he is. Anyway, I don't know. I, I, it's a little. It's needling that I appreciate, but maybe maybe too much. I like the I mean, needling, but he. But I mean, you know, the the voting eleventh is funny. Yeah. The remarks are. I mean, just like, come on, man. You you really are uh, kind well, of. Well, anyway. he's got such, such a great relationship with God, though. I don't want to get in the That's middle true. of that. It's but so listen, true, and it's Christmas, so Amen. So it is Christmas. Uh, Merry Christmas to you. We gave you lemon pepper parlay. We gave you waiver wired uh, minus three, as Dave mentioned. Against all odds, throws out some winners <clears throat> for you this weekend. Oh, and uh, laugh lines today. We're doing the, we're taping this right after this with uh, Jenny Taft. That's going to be good time. Christmas songs, right? Yes, we're doing Christmas song. Go ahead, you guys. Okay, how about this? You could have one person, one singer of a famous Christmas song come to your house and sing it on Christmas Day. Who do you go with? Bruce Springsteen. You go with Springsteen. I really? think that's probably going to be the popular choice. I would have said my first, my first response was Mariah Carey because all I want for Christmas is probably the greatest. But I've been so, I mean, I've always been into Springsteen. He looks so great recently. He I is know. so cool. And he's doing these songs with Jack Antonoff. And I'm just, I just want Bruce to, if Bruce showed up at my door on Christmas, I would We're convert to Christianity. Happen. Really? All right. No, we might but make it happen. I do appreciate Bruce. Dave? Girl, he's say? fine. Um, I, uh, I, I think Dean Martin, Dean Martin. Okay. So That's I kept it, to, I kept it to people who were alive, but, uh, that's okay. I, it's- I was confused by that. I love the, just as a general rule, I love the ones, the Christmas songs that were recorded in the early sixties by the pop stars of that age. Mm. There's a, there's a, there's a, a quality to, to that sound and, a um, uh, consistency of, yeah, of, yeah. of what that sounded like back then that I love. I think it's uh, marvelous. All right. Well, well you'll, you'll reveal your choice. Later, I'll give right? my, yeah, I have a lot of secrets. I can't reveal my choice. And you're taking the same lines and the Saints going to take Vikings. Oh on my Christmas. God. So many things we have to listen to and watch to just find out. 
There's a lot. Well, you have the holidays to take care of it. And uh, we appreciate you guys listening. Merry Christmas. Happy post Hanukkah. Uh, whatever you celebrate. Happy Kwanzaa. We are there for you. And come I on, you remember, seven. Do it one more time. Seven. Just remember come on. seven and the Steelers. You may feel like one and a half point <laughs> underdogs this week. But remember, you're all Dave's favorites. See you next week.